Welcome. You're at OTR, Over the Rainbow, Achieving Mental Health for Real. OTR is a safe place where you can go to hear how real people recover from all kinds of mental issues. Also, this show sometimes has experts with practical tips that can help a lot. Your host is Bob Adelman, who brings you important information and interesting shows and interviews to help you with your journey. Bob also has occasional solo shows, like the popular Beating Severe Anxiety and Depression, which takes you through a severe depression, which some calls a nervous breakdown, although Bob refers to it as an episode. And finally, the most important function of the show is to lessen the stigma of mental illness and allow people to talk about their issues to show that mental illness is nothing to be ashamed and embarrassed about, to try to prevent suicides which crush the family of the person's sudden death. There will be opinions about medicine versus natural healing and much more. Now here's your host, Bob Adelman. Thank you very much, Juliet. You did another great job explaining what this podcast is about. Today's episode, I believe, is very special. It's about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I am very strong on this, but I will have other mental disabilities on this show. But I just ran into this woman called Natasha. One thing I wanted to make everyone aware of is that ADHD is a silent disability. If I go out in my walk or everybody helps me, they open the door, they say nice things. And But throughout my life when I had ADHD, all they did was mock me, bully me, make me into a clown. And it's hurtful, very hurtful. And I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that have this problem, probably most of my audience, and we have to do something about it. It's mental health week. So let us do this. Promise me, parents, that you will get your son tested if they show any signs of the problem, which means they don't know what's going on, they can't follow instructions. They get lost. Um, they lose their items. Is another. There's millions and millions of different variations. Well, maybe not millions, but there's a lot of different variations of the problem. So I ask, I plead that you take care of it because to live with this problem is hell. I live with it all my life. Natasha says the same thing. She gives a great testimonial about how she got better on Vyvanse, which she calls, I forgot, it started with an E, but in the States it's called Vyvanse. Now, I'm not saying that's the medicine to take, but this problem is neurotransmitter-related and probably can only be helped with medication. There may be other ways to do it, but I don't know of them. So I consider this a very special and important episode, and I hope everyone listens and to see if they have it or if their children or grandchildren have it. Because I want people to help themselves, and I want 
people to help their children and grandchildren and stop making it into something that's not. It's not laziness, it's not rudeness, it's not interrupting, it's not, I'm not motivated. It's ADHD, if they actually have it, if they're tested and evaluated, you have to believe your doctor, your psychiatrist, that they need to get help. And the only help I know of is medication. The important thing is that if they get on the wrong medication, then they don't stay on it too long because it could lead to suicidal thoughts and other bad uh, effects. Again, I think it's a very important episode. Natasha's very good explaining things. And please, please listen. And I promise we'll have other mental disorders on this show very soon. So let's go right to the interview. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to the show. Hello, Bob. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay, thanks. I've been working the whole day. Would you want to? Okay, you're working all day. That's a super focus, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just finished now, so I'm ready to... Uh... Okay. Could you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? And, of course, we, we're talking about ADHD. Yeah, sure. So, I have been ADD basically my whole life. Um, if I think back since the age of seven, I start, I start, um, not understanding like other kids at school, they will understand easily. And I will always find myself struggling and be slower than other kids. So I am now 41 years old. Um, it has been a, a battle for me, a big struggle to uh to to find what was wrong with me because at that time my parents and the teacher they were not aware that as uh, it was the attention deficit disorder was not something that was recognized so basically i spent my all um my old time at school, um, thinking I was stupid and thinking I was uh, I was less better than other because I could not I could not achieve uh, what the other kids was uh, doing at school. So and the the teacher was saying that um, you're just lazy, you don't want to do anything. Same as my parents, they will. Uh, they will uh, say that well, about me. Where did you go to school? I can ask. Uh, in France. Okay. So, so you were born. Uh, yes, I am born in France. Okay. In the south, okay. south of France, yeah. in Marseille. They're probably a little bit more backwards than we are here, as far as mental health, right? Yeah, in France, they don't recognize. Actually, even now, they don't recognize the this uh, mental disability. Right. Yeah, it's it's a silent disability, and a lot of people have it, and they don't even know they have it, and that's one of the reasons I have these shows, to let them know that they're not weirdos like I thought I used to be. Yeah, 
exactly. Some a lot of people they have it, but they don't know if they, that they have it. So basically, I find out about uh, ADD, ADHD when I was about in my 30, and uh, I lived in South Africa. So this is where I find out about ADD in South Africa. Wow. About 10 years ago, um, I started seeing kids uh, at school because I have a son. So other kids, parents, kids, they were saying that, yeah, my son is um, on Ritalin because he's ADD. So I start wondering, what is that? And um, why did they give medicine to the kids just because they are hyperactive? So I have I had no clue at that time about this mental disability. So the, the, you, you, you went to a doctor? How old was you? No, I was about, I was about uh, 30, 33. And when I, when I heard about the symptom, yeah, because he's taking medicine because uh, he's hyperactive, he cannot focus, and he has that, that, that. And I said, oh, my God, but it looks like me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I start to be aware and alert, and I start to uh, doing more research about mm-hmm. it. And all the symptoms that the parents were saying when I was speaking to the parents um, looks like exactly like uh, like me, actually. Right. So doing my doing my research, I find out yes, I could be actually ADD, and uh, I start to uh, take an appointment with a doctor. It was not a psychiatrist, so it was just a general practitioner. And he said, yeah, okay, I'm going to give you, it's fine. You, you. He didn't give me an assessment properly. He just prescribed me some concerta. I was about 32, 33 years old. I can't remember exactly. So I took concerta, and it actually was a dream country. It changed my life. Um, unfortunately, it, I had so much sad effect that were really, really affecting me. I was not eating. I was not... Um... Yeah, that's one of the problems with that kind of medicine. It makes you very anxious. I had the same problem. Every medicine I took for ADHD made me crazy nervous. So it's a side effect. I don't know if the side effect goes away or not. Yeah, it's the side effect and uh, some medicine, they don't suit your body. So it's it's actually a quite a long process. You have to you have to find the right medication that suits your body. So I, I just actually I just give up after three months because um, it was not right for me. Mm-hmm. And I went on after I went on so many years without it. I tried to um, find alternative with drinking spirulina to with uh, drinking power workout powder with high caffeine inside and nootropics. So I went on with that as an alternative for so, so many years. And until until a few months ago, um, I say, no, that's enough. I definitely cannot survive like this. I want to grow in my career. I had a great job uh, working in the network marketing company and uh, for the field development. And like I had a burnout in March. Um, I could not focus. I could not concentrate anymore. It has become really, really hard for me. I could not cope anymore with my with my focus and right. understanding instruction. Right. I had a, an episode. I call them episodes, but I got super anxiety. Did that happen to you as well? You got a lot of anxiety. Yes, it was anxiety just to 
wake up in the morning and thinking I have to stay on my screen and do some work. Right. I could not take it anymore. And why do you have this anxiety? It's because you know you're not able to understand. Exactly. You know you're not going to be, to be able to be as fast as your colleagues, as your teamwork are, and you're the slowest one. And you just feel drawn into water. You cannot go up out, out, out of the water. You just feel drawn. It's like drowning. And you're yeah. going to burn out because you're not able. You, right. You feel stuck. It's, with ADHD or ADD, they have eliminated the word ADD for some reason. But I still call, So I call it ADHD. But, you know, some of the symptoms are basically you can't follow instructions. You can't follow what somebody's saying. And I have trouble with reading and writing because I also have dyslexia, which is a super bad combination for ADHD. Um, when I worked, I had to read my documents over like 20 times. And I always felt that there was something wrong with me because I couldn't do simple things. I got lost. Um, I, I couldn't understand what people were saying. I couldn't follow instructions. So did you have those problems? Absolutely. It was yeah. exactly like that my whole life. And that's right. why when you when you when you grow up like this since the very uh, young age and you don't have support on that and no one around you and your family know about this mental di- disability you think you are stupid. And- yeah. mm-hmm. My my family um was from like the W W2 war era and there was no such thing as a mental illness. It was just either you're nuts or or you're fine. Yes, yeah, so I was, I was, I finished my story. I, I was, uh, so in March, a few months ago, I went into burnout at work, panic attack, anxiety. I was not sleeping anymore. And all of that because I knew I was not able to keep up again the work. Right, right. So I joined myself. Um, okay. I lost my job eventually. They asked me to, or I get uh, motivated. I have to uh, to involve myself more at work and to uh, to perform better, or I or I can leave the job in three months. Right. So yeah. I, I I didn't argue. Actually, I say okay, I finished three months because I know it was time for me to do something on right. my life. And I had a similar situation when I got to be about sixty. It kind of doubles in intensity. It did for me. And people kept saying, you know, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Uh, and I kept saying, well, I have ADHD. And they didn't care. They didn't know what it was. Uh, even at work, it's, it's, it, there's a large stigma and prejudice against people that have this. And there's millions of people out there walking around thinking they're stupid. And that's why one of the reasons why I put together this podcast is for people. I think a lot of my listeners have ADHD because I talk about it all the time on the show. And, you know, you try to talk to people about it. I mean, could you tell us about experience as far as trying to talk to people about the problem? Yeah. I uh, yes. um, I mean, I don't I don't justify and explain myself again anymore because um, I had few 
on a few occasions, I say, yeah, but I have ADHD. For example, my family, not not at work, but my family. But they will not understand. They will they will say because they don't know. They don't have it. So people who don't have it, who don't experience them in <laughs> in their in their life, they will not understand. So yeah, I can I can say that nobody understands what exactly is happening to us, ADDs people. And I think, I mean, you sound very intelligent. I think a lot of people that maybe have a lesser IQ, they can't survive. They wind up on the street or wind up with an addiction, you know, a drug addiction or alcohol addiction and depression. So it's, it's very important, I think, that we get the word out to people to get checked. I mean, Sunday was Mental Health Day. So go out, get checked to see if you have it, because I did, and I failed the test or I passed it, whatever way you want to look at it. I definitely have it. And what's really funny about it is my children won't believe it. Even my own children will not believe it. They think, they call me narcissistic. They say I have a narcissistic personality disorder not ADHD. They think it's an excuse. My son once said, if you have ADHD, does that mean, is that a good excuse for being an asshole? That's what he told me. So my relationships went down the drain in like a year. This last year, uh, they've gone into the toilet. Um, and I, I'm sure other people have similar issues. I mean, Yes, a lot of people have this issue. And uh, so I think it's our duty to make people aware, parents especially, um, because, you know, when you are kids at school and you are ADHD, ADHD you've just been reprimanded. As a, a, a disrupted student, disrupted kids, lazy kids, but it's because there is something behind that. I mean, yes. and why there is so much student and kids that fail at school, it's because most of the case, because they have ADD and they, they don't know they have it. And I lived in a bubble. When I grew up, I was just silent. And my brother didn't have it. He was very dynamic. And I call that a perfect storm because he was the opposite. And everybody in my family was very intelligent. So when I tried to talk, if I made a mistake or anything, they would cut me off. So now I have a problem talking to people because I'm always afraid I'm going to get cut off. Um, it, you know, developed into kind of a neurotic problem. And I think it's the catalyst to my anxiety and depression problems. I think without it, I could fight that more because I, I probably have something like bipolar, but I, it's almost impossible to fight because I have the ADHD. So, uh, I talk about it a lot on the show, but still my son has a son who has it. I know I recognize all the qualities. He goes on a baseball field. He doesn't know what's going on. And my son will not get him tested. So there you go. I don't I don't know what to do about that situation. Because 
when I grew up, nobody knew anything. And I really didn't realize it was a big problem until I was like 50, 55 years old. Mm -hmm. And I just thought I was weird. And, um, you know, I I did a lot of super focusing or hyper focusing at work. And I just thought I was different than everybody else. In a way, I was different. So, yeah. Well, Bob, if I can answer your yes. your your worry about your grandson, you know, you the grandfather, and um, yeah, you have done your duty to uh, make aware your son about that because you recognize the same symptom that you have as a ADHD person. So you've done your duty, you alert him, but after that, it's going to be his choice to assess him or not. He won't. He won't. He, he doesn't believe in. The- in the in the problem, so he will not do anything right now. Maybe he'll change at some point. I hope. Yeah, maybe with time you will. How is it, how old is your grandson? Six. So he's still small. So maybe with time, you know, when he see that maybe he's not performing as he should be at school, maybe your son will ask himself some question, and maybe we eventually bring him for an assessment. I know. You know and. But if I mention, he's the kind of person that everything has to be perfect. So if I even mention that his son has ADHD, he'll stop talking to me because he yeah. doesn't he doesn't believe in it. A lot of people don't believe in it because they don't have it. Exactly. And you can go on. I don't know if you ever listened to uh, YouTube. On YouTube, they have something called TED Talks. And yeah. they have one brilliant person after another describing their ADHD and how it affects their relationships. They said suicide rate among ADHD is one of the highest and and their families. There's suicide in their family because of the problem. So, I mean, I know there's people out there now afraid to admit they have the problem or afraid to tell anybody and and I don't know what I can do other than this podcast and let people know, you know, I know people that don't have ADHD might be getting sick of the podcast and that's okay, but I'm not going to stop because, you know, people stop listening. It's, it's an important topic and I'm going to have other topics, but I just happened to run into you, you know, I didn't plan this this uh, episode we ran into it. I, I did put it up on ADHD site but I put up a lot of different sites so we kind of ran into each other so you know I'm I don't know what to do next and I don't know if anybody does so could you what what did you do as uh, for a living or you used to do so, well, I have been in the hotel and restaurant industry for many years, you know, because obviously I failed my study. I wanted to uh, work in the pharmacy to be a chemist, but obviously because of my idea, yeah. I could not. Um, and I want to mention as well in my teenage year, because, you know, you, you mentioned before, like, uh, there is a lot of suicides from teenager, and it's because because they feel rejected. I have been in that situation when I was in my uh, 15 until 19 years old. I, 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 I tried to commit suicide a few times. 
because I feel like I will never be able to um, to have a career because of my disability, but I will not know why am I like that. So I uh, just wanted to put the end of my life and because I felt rejected and because you feel you are different, but different, not in a good way, different in... <laughs> different from the society, from what the society wants and expects from you to be. So um, it's also a huge problem as well. Um, I used to go, I'm sorry, that's one problem with ADHD we interrupt, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Bob, you were saying? No, I just, what I did was drink. Um, It was Friday night, I would drink seven highballs or whatever you want to call them. That's probably an old term. And I'd be better because it would relax me and I could talk to people better. I wasn't as scared because half the problem is I'm afraid of people. I'm afraid of what they'll say to me or what they'll do. Because what happens to me, I don't know if this happens to you. If if I'm in a bar or any place with a person one-on-one and some other person comes into the bar, that person talks to the other person. I get totally ignored the rest of the night. I don't know if that happens to you, but that's, I become invisible. Yes, it happened to me as well, Bob. I feel like invisible. Yeah, I think we just, we, we know we have that. And I think automatically our energy just close up and it makes people like not going toward us. So it's, I think it's something to do also with our energy, the energy we, we give out right. to, uh, to outside. Right. And and a lot of people that I had friendships with were abusive. They were abusive friendships. Um, they were people that liked to pick on me, abuse me. Uh, but what did I know? You know, it was like, okay, but at least I have a friend instead of being alone. And that was totally wrong. Um, I found people now, either people that have ADHD or something else, that understand my problem and those are my friends so i i urge people to go away from the bullies because the bullies are only going to make you feel bad and make you feel like you want to end your life which is ridiculous because einstein had this there was a lot of great people that had this problem you're not bad you're just different in this society doesn't want to accept that difference. Even my own children, even my own family will not accept it. Your family probably won't accept it. A lot of families won't accept it. Oh, is a problem with my child? No way. He, he just needs a little extra work. He just needs this and that. And the child suffers, believe me. They suffer a lot. So I urge parents that might be listening if they have any inclination that their children have have this, please, please get them tested. If they're tested, they don't have it, fine. But if they have it, you have to treat it somehow, either through psychotherapy or medicine. Uh, I don't know what the right answer is because the medicine does have side effects. Uh, are you on a medicine right now? Yeah, so I'm on now three months because uh, I couldn't start a new job without it. It was just impossible for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work in the net in a network marketing company, so it's an American network marketing company. So I find another job in the same industry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What is the drug that you're taking now, if I can ask? It's um, it's the equivalent of Vivance, but here in the, in the UK we call Elvance. So it's the same as you in the US, Vivance. Vivance. So, okay. Yeah, Vivance. So I have started three months ago, um, and I can say that the medication, I mean, the medication helps a lot. You just need to find the right dosage and the right medication that suits your that suits your your body because not every medication works for you. Right. Um, I'm in with a, a, a therapist yep. right now, and she's going to try to work on a medicine that will work for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I don't understand. I don't no, understand I just said I'm in with a, a nurse a, a practitioner, actually, and she is going to work with me on my ADD and try to find medicine to reduce it because right mm-hmm. now it's crippling. Because of my age, you know, you forget when you get older as well. So imagine somebody that has a bad short-term memory, and and then it gets worse. I I could yeah, yeah I sure. couldn't work anymore because they would come up to me and say, your documents have your documents have too many capital letters in them. Well, it sounds like we're complaining, but we're yeah, but I mean, we are not able to function normally on our daily life like this, so. That's why we need the medication that helps a lot. Um, so um, you have children, right? You said they're okay. They don't have ADHD. Yeah, my son doesn't have ADHD like me. He's brilliant at school. Great, my son too. Both my sons brilliant. My daughter uh, very smart as well. Mm-hmm. And none of them have ADHD. My my middle son, I mean, my oldest son has dyslexia. Which imagine having oh. dyslexia on top of ADHD. That's what I have. <laughs> oh, it can happen. <laughs> I mean, I was never able to figure out what was going on with my, my brain. And I finally figured it out. Yes. I just want to add that. Uh, so on my medication now. It it's working very well. I finally can focus and learn easily. I understand things like, like I never understood before. It's just magical for me. It's a dream come true. And uh, I can hyper-focus like for many hours and be very um, productive at work, uh, being on medication. What yeah. I'll do is I put, I'll, can you send me the name of the medication? I'll put it in the description of this podcast. Yeah, sure. And maybe I'll suggest it to my. Uh, so you don't get it, you don't get nervous at all with it. Uh, I get nervous few days when my dosage goes up. Like I went from forty milligrams to fifty. So a few days I was a bit, uh, a bit very active. But eventually it comes down. Or eventually you can just take the one pill um, and uh, take half of the pill in the morning and the other half you take it uh, later a few hours later okay so so if you just send me that medicine i'll put it in the description of the program and also suggest it to my doctor as well yeah all right bob i will do okay um Um, is there anything else you want to add that we haven't talked about that we might have missed uh well i hope this will be um helping some some parents or some people who think they have ADD and ADHD and they don't know what what they have and 
Yes. So, so yeah, I just hope it will help some people uh, having some doubts about uh, their mental uh, ability. So uh, go to assessment if you think you have, if you have something like this and you will know. But be assessed by a, a proper practitioner that is specialized with ADD and ADHD. Because in my experience, uh, I got my first medication from the from a, a general general practitioner, and he actually didn't know. Um, he he did he was not really specialized in this mental disability. So it's better to see a psychiatrist who experienced who is experienced on this. Yeah. And, right, right. And, and that's what I'm doing as well. I'm trying mm-hmm. to treat it. I might even go on this medicine. We'll see. Um, but I'm willing to go through a little nervousness because I think the side effects do go away eventually. I th- I'm pretty sure. So, but when I was working, I couldn't do it because I was just crazed. I couldn't do my work anymore. So I had to go off the medicine. But now that I'm retired, I'm going to try everything and until I get better because my relationships are all destroyed because of yeah this. and you know Bob if you start a medication and you feel start to feel depressed you start to feel a really bad side effect you know it's from the medication and you have to stop it and or speak to your your psychiatrist straight away and don't stay like this because it can be very damaging right 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 and uh Okay, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you did a great job explaining what I try to explain to people. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I think. I think. Hopefully, we'll make somebody aware. Uh, if it's one person, that's good enough for me. Uh, and I'm going to continue to preach ADHD, but I will have other mental disorders on the show. So I really uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you, Bob. And if I can help anyone, you're there. I mean, they're welcome to contact me anytime. I'd be happy to to support and help. Okay. Um, again, I have to emphasize that ADHD or ADD is a super bad problem because it leads to self-loathing suicide, depression, anxiety. I mean, imagine talking to people and not feeling confident that you can understand them and follow their simple instructions. So everyone I talk to, I feel nervous talking to them, and that's a horrible way to be. Even my friends on the phone, I I will just get nervous ahead of time. And it's horrible. Um, I can't stress it enough. I know it's not popular. It's not on any popular shows or talked about in the news. But I'm here to tell you that ADHD is a very, very bad thing. And it needs to be corrected. And it's before it leads to anxiety problems and depression, and suicide. So please, please get your son, I said son, but son or daughter, tested. I do believe it happens more with 
males, but women get it too. Girls get it. Um, I just can't emphasize it enough. I'm going to leave all my stats in the description because I want you to concentrate on what was said, what what needs to be said, what needs to be done. Um, I have trouble reaching out my own children with this. I implore you to have an open mind because it's hell to have, have this problem. It's hell. I thank you for listening. We're going to have more great shows in the future. Uh, I will still talk about ADHD on occasion. And um, I thank everyone out there who's listening. And I'll see you next time. Take care.